When we last left Dirk, he and Robot Watch learned that Orson Quaife's diabolical plan had finally been set in motion. Is this the end of everything people like? Can the Cosmoverse survive? Stay tuned for the conclusion of Dirk Himsheath, Time Traveler. Episode 6, Luke's Eterna. Incoming message from the Time Presidium. Dirk! Urgent news, Himsheath! All hell is breaking loose! No shit, boss. Quaif has up-switched into your Galaxifram device! The time-gasm is almost open on all quadrants! His weapon is ready! There's nothing we can do, Dirk! Boss? Boss? What did she mean, Robot Watch? It is worse than I imagined, Dirk. Orson Quaif's upgraded Galaxifram is built for short bursts, not extended use. That's why he can disappear into thin air. Correct. But he can only open a small window in the time-gasm. As an older model, I have the power to open the gasm across all of space and time. Quaif has hijacked my protocols. Quaif does that. Sets off his phlegmatic 4000 across the time-gasm and wipes out all the cool stuff everywhere. Yes. And it is my fault, Dirk. Only assholes use awesome shit for evil, Robot Watch. This is on Quaif. I am trying to cut off my systems to kick him out, but it isn't working. I am sorry. Then the boss was right. We're helpless. Orson fucking Quaif is gonna win, and there's nothing we can do. We could review something. What would be the point? When there is nothing left, all we can do is the thing we love. Dirk? Damn it, you're right, Robot Watch. What should we review? How about 1993's Groundhog Day? Alright. Hit my blood brain one last time. Damn. Groundhog Day got your good buddy Dirk right in his bones. Friends, I know it can feel like you're living the same day over and over and over. Waking up, changing out of your night sweatpants into your day sweatpants, making the same Dunkin' Donuts coffee you've made for 39 fucking days straight, convincing yourself you're super excited to go out on the back porch and stare at your fence for an hour, and then watch something on TV you've already seen in its entirety seven goddamn times. Is it night again yet? Who knows? Is it Wednesday? What the fuck is Wednesday? How did Annie McDowell get in this movie? I know she has great hair, but is that enough? What the hell is that accent? Jesus. At least she's not as bad as she is in that one about the four weddings and the funeral. You know, the one that's happy, sad, like all British stuff. You're watching like, oh, they're gonna fall in love. That's fun. And then that one really good actor dies, and you're like, what the fuck? And then that other really good actor who plays his husband is all, he was my north, my south, my east and west, my working week, and my Sunday's rest. And then you're just weeping like a small child. And then Andy McDowell says, is it raining? I hadn't noticed. And you have no idea how the hell she got in this fucking movie. Sorry. Groundhog Day. Look. After you've stared into the existential void long enough, 
You can convince yourself that it's actually always been this way, and that it always will be this way. But then you remember, you're Bill fucking Murray, and you realize you have the capacity to change. It was always there, but you just pushed it down. And someday, I swear to God the alarm clock is going to go off and it won't be that fucking Sonny and Cher song playing on the radio, and we'll get to go out into the world again. And maybe this time we'll tell Andy McDowell we love her. And we'll be nicer to Chris Elliott. I mean, he's Canadian, so he's probably a pretty good guy. And when we do step out that first time to see each other again, there might be some fear in finally not knowing exactly what the day will bring. But there is hope in that uncertainty. There is hope. And maybe, just maybe... Once this seemingly endless loop is shattered and time goes back to how it used to be, we can be better. I know we can. I believe it. We can be better. So, that's my review of Groundhog Day. Sound dust it and send it home for old time's sake. Dick, I have an idea. Time should go back to how it used to be. What? I can't kick Quaif out of my system. But I can destroy the time-gasm itself. How the fuck do you do that? Take me off your wrist, and a power equivalent to that of seven thermal Klaatus will engage. You'll have roughly 30 seconds to cast me into the gasm. It will be destroyed, and Quaif's weapon will be neutralized. I do not know the residual effects that will occur with you being so close, but I promise you will survive, Dirk. But you won't. If I take you off my wrist, you'll die. These are the moments we were made for. Do not despair. The darkness always lives, Dirk. And on the other side, there is light. Eternal. Amaranthan. You always gotta use big words to prove you're smarter than me, don't you, Robot Watch? We have to act now, Dick, or there won't be time! Goodbye, Robot Watch. It has been my greatest honor traveling with you. Goodbye, old friend. With the former robot watch in hand, Dirk marches towards the gaping light maw of the Timegasm. But its heliovortex is too strong, and Dirk cannot move forward. I'm sorry, robot watch. I'm not gonna make it. I failed. I can't do it. Maybe I can help. Saffron? Saffron, the love of Dirk's life, thought to have disappeared into the darkness, now comes back at the turning of the tide. Get in. You really think you can drive this thing into the time-gasm? I'm a goddamn redhead. I can do anything. Now, Dirk! Go get him, Robot Watch. With a broken heart, and the rocket arm of a legendary spaceball pitcher, Dirk throws Robot Watch into the heart of the Timegasm. And for a moment, there is silence throughout the Cosmoverse. Did it fucking work?
Robot watch? Oh, right. Hey, man, are you all right? You, like, fell down or something. Where the hell am I? Outside the movie theater. Movies? You still have movies? Yeah, man. We're gonna go see the one where Alex P. Keaton travels through time in a DeLorean or some shit. Sounds like a lot of cocaine wrote this movie. It's gonna be rad. Way to go, Robot Watch. You need me to call an ambulance or something? No. Enjoy your movie. And never forget the one who gave everything so that you could watch it. Okay. Special delivery for Dirk Himsheath. What the shit? Are you Dirk Himsheath? Goddamn right. This package is for you. Enjoy your day, sir. What the... Dear Dirk, I hope this letter finds you well. I use my unparalleled grasp on the nature of space-time to pinpoint exactly when and where the time-gasm would spit you out, and through a series of wills and royal decrees, ensured this package would arrive at this very moment. When the gasm retrosplodiated, I was thrown back to London in the year 1603. As a woman falling from the sky who knew math, I was instantly branded a witch. But after quickly curing an outbreak of plague, I won the favor of the newly crowned King James, and went on to lead an incredible life. I even wrote a play about a mad king and his three daughters. People around here seem to think it was pretty good. I truly loved my life in this time, Dirk, and now that your chances of going home are gone, I hope you find love and beauty and joy in your new era. Goodbye, sweet boy. Love, Saffron. P.S. This was thrown through the timegasm with me. I tried with all of my skill and intellect to revive him, but I could not. I'm so sorry. Still, R.W. should be with you. On your wrist. Always. Robot Watch! Oh, you're a hero, buddy. You saved the goddamn Cosmoverse. I just wish you could be here to enjoy it. Up switch complete. Robot Watch? Is it really you? Hello, Dirk. You magnificent bastard. How did you do it? Survive the gasm? Come back after all this time? I told you, Dirk. The light always returns. I love your optimism, buddy. But I don't even know where the hell we are. I do. Welcome to 1985, Dirk. What would you like to do first? Well, Robot Watch, let's go kick the dick out of some stuff. Dirk Himsheath, Time Traveler, is brought to you by the future. The future. We promise there still is one. Hang in there, friends, and remember, Dirk loves you. <laughs>